Hey. Yo. West, what it is, what it do, man. You live on the Rockstar Podcast. We're What's out happening? here. Woo. Whoa. You got that. You got that energy, man. I flux with it. What's popping, though? What's popping is I want to talk about something that's pretty legit today. How to get good management and bookings agents because this industry is too crazy about that. Word. All right, let's talk about let's talk about a lot because you got a lot going on, a lot of good stuff going on. So we got to just chop it up. So, yeah. So first off, do you have a, a manager or a booking agent? No, not at the moment. I actually do all my own bookings and management. Like I did everything with the Viper Room, the Mint, the Dime, the Ultra, everything, all of my bookings. Where I have like a management team and I have a booking agent, but I do still do most of like my bookings like myself as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And like you only do music as your like mainstream of income, right? Like just music. Yeah, straight entertainment. It could be like music. It could be this podcast. Like, cause I get paid off of this shit too. You know what I'm saying? I actually did an episode like two episodes ago about how to start your own podcast and get paid off of it. But who who listens to this shit? Who gets money? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Exactly. But you got you got to get you got to get your bread up either way. Just doing it. Yeah, it's just like so many strength, like streams of income and entertainment. Like a lot of money can come from like, I think most a lot of money for like entertainers and general musicians comes from like endorsements or like product placement type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I feel I fully agree with that. It's like it comes with a lot of uh, a lot of deals locked down. You know, you're like look at Cardi B and Fashion Nova. You know, like that's the prime example. You know what I'm saying? True, true. Attached. Attached, uh, attached her name to everything, made it happen, made it pop in. Are you? Do you know who Bunk Gang is? No, who? Bunk Gang. You don't know who he is? No. He's he was like viral like a year ago or something, and he like started like this like like recording himself on his phone like doing like small like like amateur theft like walking up to people more like hey can I see your phone and then say oh okay and taking their phone and running or like going into Foot Locker and say yeah let me get some two pair of shoes and just taking them and running them and recording himself or whatever and he like went viral like doing that stuff and like he went to jail but it got out because it's like petty theft and then he started like rapping and then I think I don't know what happened to him but That's he was getting like a lot of money from like if you really have you know? if you really have the clout and you really are talented like you don't gotta steal stuff to like bring the energy you know right right i mean you know to each his own whatever you gotta do to get on do what you gotta do but yeah i wouldn't try to like steal shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> go to jail over it you know what True. i'm saying facts that's facts but he was just getting like i think he was like pretty much like surviving off of like just like promotions like instagram promotions or you know what i'm saying like yeah social media promotions you know like i know exactly what you mean but yeah we just I, gotta we just gotta get that bread though like yeah, just to anyone listening to this podcast, if you know any good management or any good bookings agents, let me know because I'm trying to like I'm booking some dope TV shows soon that I can't really talk about, but like some dope, some dope stuff and some dope uh, concerts and shows, and like I just know that I could do even more with that, you know. Word, I I, I know how you feel, but I, I kind of think like when you just do what you do and you're doing it well then those people will just come to you like the booking agent will just come to you like the management will just come to you you know that's it's what like, I'm saying like once you pop off for real for real like mainstream pop off I mean some it's some people right now that really don't have a, a, a manager like let's take like P. Diddy for example do you think P. Diddy has a manager like he's his own boss you don't have a manager you know what I'm saying Yeah. Exactly. or like Gucci man like I don't think he has managers either he just has like partners that he works with you know or Nick Cannon you know what I'm saying like I don't really think Nick Cannon has a manager he just has like his own team you know so yeah he has all, his team exactly right it's all about how you brand yourself probably like if you have a manager that can make things a lot easier for you because the manager is doing like a lot of the work that you would do but if you don't have a manager you gotta like either build your own team and like make that work happen or you gotta like put that work in yourself you know otherwise it's not gonna get done and you're never gonna get the manager or the booking agent or reach those goals you want to reach unless you're like willing to put in the hard work and that's one of the reasons why I respect you a lot because uh I think when I first started following you, you had like 4,000 followers or something. This is only like a few weeks or, or like a few months ago. Oh, no, a few months like, oh, ago, I had like 15K, dog. I've had 15K for like a few years now. It's crazy. For real? Yeah. 
Oh, well, damn, it seems like your following is growing or some shit, though. Like, yeah, you know the attention like, on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems like, like, from doing, like, lots of shows or doing, like, like you know, everything that you're doing, like, rolling one, because you do more than just shows, like, like you know, performing, just everything that comes with music. It could be, like, an interview. It could be anything. It could be things like this podcast. Like, it all, like, it's, it's all cohesive in making your following grow and making your brand grow. No, you know? exactly. Like, spreading spreading the knowledge about your brand and, like, really, like, genuinely being yourself. I really appreciate that, by the way, because, like, I do hustle really hard to spread my music and, like, spread the influence of my messages and be myself so that everyone else can be themselves and follow their dreams as well. Where I kind of feel like it's, like, really more or less all about, like, visibility in this like era right now you know like the more like visible you are the more usually the more attention you'll receive and you know based on that visibility and how you work it it's like how you can get paid off of it you know exactly like how you how you how you set it up right yeah it's like you could get like an article in a magazine and how you like use the visibility for that article that you were publishing like you were so say you were in New York Times or LA Times or Chicago Tribune or whatever your paper is around you or Boston Globe, whatever, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, or just some LA Weekly or whatever, whatever, some blog or whatever you're on. It's like how you use that, that, that visibility, that like, that like promotion you got, that, you know, notoriety you got from that article or that interview, you know, and you use that visibility to like get more stuff going for yourself. It could be more shows. It could be like more endorsements. It could be just like, oh, someone paid you for a feature now or some pay opportunities or opportunities that aren't necessarily paid, but they just keep you moving. You know what I'm saying? Like everything in the industry isn't paid, but just by doing it, it will put you in a position to get paid, you know? Exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Like, like taking opportunities and really using them to, to move your career forward. Like, I want to eventually executive produce my own show about rap music. And I, I intern right now unpaid, but I'm getting a lot of, like, insights and a lot of connections. And that's really what you just kind of have to do to, like, to get people aware of what you're doing. And like Word, recognize like, your like excellence, you know. Yeah, you gotta like you gotta like. Like, not so many people can make a show that don't have any experience on set or working with TV shows or anything. Like, you know, how would you write your pilot or how would you know how everything's supposed to go if you never did it before? You know. What <laughs> happened? It's like echoing now. Right, so that's very important. But like, so you you don't have a manager right now. You don't have a booking agent. How the hell are you doing all this stuff? For like, you know, people out there wondering. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. Because you are a hell of a hustler. Just... Like you, you really, you really out here thugging. You know, you go by Thug Jew bitch. So that's that's a real moniker right there. Like, you know what I'm saying? How you out here thugging to get all this shit popping? Like you out here in Hollywood doing shows. Big I know festivals. what you mean, and like even you put me on too. Like you recognize the greatness. It's how you gotta be. You just gotta spread the word about how like about how you do you and spread your music and make people feel empowered and just really like themselves and just really make people feel like they want to come see you and see you killing it. That's the real generic answer. I feel you on that. But how the hell are you doing it? Like, you Jewish, how am I doing you know? it? Yeah, like, are, are you on speaker right now? Please take, let's get it off speaker if you're on speaker because I don't want any source wanting to hear this. But listen, how are you doing this right now on this podcast? Like, how are you doing this? Like, how are you an independent artist? And you're like, you're like almost maneuvering, almost like, uh, you're like completely independent. You're not signing any labels, right? Mm-mm. So you're maneuvering like are almost like a sign artist with like how how you're doing shows, you know. You're not maneuvering like a Nicki Minaj, but you're maneuvering like a, a artist that just got signed to a label right now, you know. Like you kind of got the same visibility as an artist that has like anywhere from like 150,000 to like a million pumped into them and they just got their deal or something. You know what I'm saying? You're maneuvering at that level. You have a lot of shows. You have like a lot of music coming out. Your social media like following is pretty good. It's always like going up consistently, like. How are you like making this happen, like business wise, without any kind of like representation? How's that working for you? It's working well for me right now. It's just like I'm mostly trying to get representation so I can get even more of these opportunities 
So, like, for right now, I'm just really trying to get that sort of representation while also just staying myself. And how I get these opportunities is honestly, I use booking sites. I really just make genuine connections with people and people just find out about my clout and they just want to come through and they just want to be a part of it. So I just get them connected to me and we just go from there. And I just kind of like get contracts from from doing entertaining shows and people come see my shows and they're like, oh, you should do my show. And then I meet people at their show and then I make a connection and get a show at their show, you know? So like you really like networking for the net worth for really making those connections and make it happen. Yeah, network for the net worth for sure. That's that's the way to go. Word. So I think like a lot of people, like they think being an artist is easy. They think they could just make a song and if the song sounds good enough, it's gonna hit off and it's way more to it than that. Unless you oh, know some fuck no. Right. <laughs> Unless you know some very, very powerful people in the music industry that really, really fuck with you heavy. Just making that you can make the most fire song in the world, but that means nothing unless you look at City Girls like Cardi's friends with them. That's why she's in their song. She just pulled them right up. Like they have to be shit. Well, they're assigned all signed to the same like management or label like QC or whatever, right? So yeah, but she brought them on. Like she was the one hyping them and was like, "These girls are dope." Oh well, there it is. And so, like, so th- that's one way you can get the right representation by referral. That's yeah. one way. So if you have somebody that has representation, they possibly can refer you if you fuck with them or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So referrals one way to get representation. The other way to get representation is just go do your thing, go do your shit. You know, that's what, what I that's what I've been trying to do. I'm like, I'm just gonna do my shit. Hopefully, someone will notice who's really powerful and dope. And then, then they come to me and they give me a deal. They give me the bag. Uh, it'll probably just happen for you. Like if you just keep going, let your pastry going down. Like it'll just manifest himself. You know, like that's what I think. Like if you surround yourself with that vibe, like self manage self book, like doing all that shit, they're gonna be like, "Well, what the fuck? I'll book you." Like all managers. Right, and that's the other thing, like, trusting a manager is a big deal, you know, because you're trusting this person with your private information, you're trusting this person with your financial records or whatever, you're trusting, you might be trusting this person with your social media passwords, you could be trusting this person, like, with your email accounts, you could be you're trusting this person with the, your name, your brand, you know, so you got to really make sure you pick a reliable person, a trustworthy person, someone who, who's going to work in your best interest, you might even want to do a background check on that person to make sure they're not like a fraud you know yeah yeah make sure they're like legit because i've dealt with management before who like they just fucked me over like people who just don't want the best for you they just like want to hop on your cloud they think you're about to blow up because you're on this tv show or that performance and they're like oh like i'm just gonna get my bag today you're like no bitch so you gotta help me and they don't even have the resources to help you but they faked it to the top to get to you, you know, it's like, what? That part, what you just said, the resources to help you go where you gotta go. Like they yeah, you gotta go. have someone who has, like, connections. Right. That part. I mean, say if you're, like, just starting off right now, you just recorded a song last night in your fucking basement in Ohio, or wherever the fuck you are, right? And you you got a homie or a homegirl who's like, hey, this shit is dope. I'm gonna try to help you take it to the next level. That kind of manager could be good, too, because that person might know you and you can trust them and they'll just work really, really hard in your best interest to help you get those connections or help you get to the next manager. Yeah, that's what my first manager was. He was one of my best friends and he really helped me make my first music video watch me make my first song, which is my first 100,000 plays. And that was kind of dope. Right. Being a manager is like almost like kind of like being a coach or something, right? And like, say if uh, it's a bit different though. Like, say you can't be like like hate on your artist. Like, say if someone else more powerful wants to manage your artist, then you should definitely like as the manager introduce them to that person or make that you know connection for them because your management career isn't going to go anywhere if the clients you manage never had any success. So, if I'm a manager and I can only take you so far, right? But then I introduce you to another manager, but we're still cool. We still have our connection or whatever, right? And this other manager takes you further, but 
we still like have a business relationship, then I could say, yo, you know, I used to manage Cardi B or yo, I used to manage Amanda Rome West and look where they are now. You, you know what I'm saying? So that puts my, you know, like esteem. Yeah, as a manager. Like, like there are people who it's in their best interest to manage someone like me, someone like you, you know, people on the come up, people who are, people who have been there, but they're also on the come up. Right, right. I'm I'm kind of just on like uh self-management thing like just my own boss type of shit like i'm not really looking for a manager at all you know what i'm saying like i don't think and me personally i don't really need a manager you know what i'm saying like i don't think like a manager can do what i could do myself like you know yeah. you know what i'm saying like I, I have my own management team and i was like you know I, ha- I had a person that i put on as my manager before right yeah, and this, and this person was totally all about the clout, right? He just yeah, they like, like talked themselves up, and they couldn't do shit, right? Uh-huh. Right, they just wanted to like meet like all kind of celebrities, like off of that I already know. Like they, their whole thing was to gain clout. You know what I'm saying? Like get and selfies was, with these hoes. And yeah, shit. to get exactly to get selfies What's with the people and all that kind of stuff, and they never and their whole like game was like I just want to get like all the connections that he has and use it or you know, take it to someone else or whatever, but, you know, it, it didn't work or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But It didn't kinda... work because you're dope and you don't just let people, like, slide in and fuck you over. Right, and then, <laughs> and then yeah, and then this person actually tried to slander me, like, on Instagram or something after uh-huh. I, like, stopped, like, fucking with them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but... you're like, you, you were trying to mess up my situation I had going on, and... Yeah. and... Now hey, you're just trying to fuck me over more. Hey, hey this dude literally he hit up every person that I ever introduced him to or every like like every entity, like every label or any person that he ever met around me and he like sent him like a copy and paste message like yo music king's not good and blah what blah the blah. Fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like the old me would have like kicked his ass, but I was like, you know, like it's not really it's no point in even like responding to negativity, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, there's no you. point in feeding the negativity and just spurring someone, yeah. Like, everybody hits me like, hey, like let, bro, let them what? think he's trash from his message because you're a good person. Like, I can say that from personal experience. Like, you want to put me on, help people, you know, express the good vibes, and like that dude was just trying to undermine your reputation. Yeah, yeah, and then like all the people just like laughed at him and shit. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? And then at, at him, him, it makes him his reputation look bad. Like, yo, nobody wants to work with oh boy. No like, one wants to work with someone who just shits on people. Like, yeah, like yeah. why you guys shit on people? What do you have that's good about yourself? And nothing because you can't talk about yourself. You just have to shit on other people to make conversation. Yeah, so that's like the like the thing about like giving some giving people access to your to your shit, like you know what I'm saying? Like, no, trust me, I know I've been fucked over giving people access to my shit. Like, I would word. never give in. I mean, like, I would never give anyone access to my socials unless it was like they were doing some sort of organic growth. Ooh, or, like, I had another shit. manager years ago, too. This motherfucker stole my Twitter and inst- stole my shit. This is, uh, this is like before Instagram was popping, but like... He stole your shit? Yeah, like stole my Twitter. This is a whole other motherfucking manager. Stole my, like, stole my Twitter, like, just to, to try to get the clout and tried to, like, change my Twitter name to their name and take my handle and, like, you know what I'm saying, take all my followers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the that, game that is really part, though, up. that's fucked. Yeah, like the game, the game is cutthroat. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, like I don't know. Here's the thing: I'm like everyone always tells me, you know, get a deal, get your bag. But then it's like, well, then they're gonna have all the control, and they're not. Like they might bench you because you're not like Nicki Minaj yet. You're like on the come up. Where like have, having a manager is a good thing if it's a good manager, like they're they're cool but you don't necessarily need a manager anymore if you could like like if you have a team i got a management team now like the people i put together it's working pretty well you feel me we're like what do they do for you just like everybody has like a different role like you know like we outline projects okay this is like a golden one to accomplish and everybody has a different role in making that happen you know it could be like hey i want to do a festival or hey i want to get uh these these endorsements or hey whatever you feel me everybody has a different role in making that project happen or whatever i want to see happen because as a manager they're supposed to like you know make the artist's vision come to life and help the artist you know 
get money, success. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Achieve the things they need to get where they need to go. Right. I even have I even have friends that are managers. Like, they're not my manager. They're just, like, a colleague, I would say. They're just friends. I know in the music industry and they're managers. And I see them, like, do shit for artists and, like, make the artist so big or put the artist up. And then the artist would be like, hey, I don't even need this manager motherfucker no more. Fuck them. You get what I'm saying? And then they stop fucking with the manager. And then they realize, like, damn. It was never you, bro. It was never you, sis. Like, it was your manager that was doing everything for you. It was your manager that was getting you in all these publications and all these shows. And now you don't have that manager no more. And Do you know people like that? Do you connect me to, like, managers looking for clients? I mean, it, it has to be, like, organic. Like, I've tried to do that before. Like, yo, I'm going to hook this person with this person. But, like, it, you just have to, it just has to, like, work. Like, this person. Yeah, it has to be, like, the same vibe. Yeah, like I can be I, like sometimes, like I try to produce, introduce like my friends to other producers or whatever because they can't afford me. Like, all right, so I'm gonna hook you with somebody else or something. You, you feel me? And yeah. this, this, some people are like, nah, I never, I didn't even want to work with that person. Or some people are like, yeah, it did work out. We made some shit, or you know what I'm saying? We we produced a track and it's gonna be on TV now, or you know what I'm saying? This, like, it all has to fit. Just because like someone introduces you to somebody doesn't mean it's necessarily gonna be a fit. You know, you gotta just have a conversation yeah. or whatever. And sometimes. You know, it's not even just like about managing. Like I have friends that are like top level managers, and they just tell me like, "Yo, this this is where I got like my this building my team together." Like I know a lot of like high level people, right? High level managers and shit. And they were like, "Yo, the level you're on, how you're running your brand, you really don't need a manager per se. Like you're already like kind of running good. You could just make your own management team." And certain people have their own management team, like like Birdman, P Diddy, Jay Z built his own fucking agency called rock nation you know what i'm saying exactly you feel me like he's definitely exactly. his own manager you know so you know what i'm saying this is all about like how you want to run your career this is like 2020 now we're in 2020 so you know like there's no definite rules to do anything you know what i'm saying there's no you know for there's sure no rules. way there's no one path yeah like there's many it. options there's many ways to the top you know what i'm saying like, look at, like, Macklemore and, like, Ryan Lewis. I think they were, like, just working with each other exclusively for, like, a lot of years before shit just, like, popped off. Like, they just had that camaraderie, like, kind of like a brotherhood or, like, a good, like, working relationship. You know what I'm saying? And producer, like, uh, artist. And the, the producer was kind of like the manager, too. You feel me? And, like, Macklemore got a Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I need some of that shit. Yeah, I mean, I think you're, like, already, like, tapping into it. Like, you make, like, you know, you make, like, you're ma- you're making so many different tracks. Like, I was surprised by the work ethic. Like, damn, like, you got a lot of fucking tracks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I just work hard. I just make it happen. And, like, I, I'm going into licensing now for TV and film and advertising. And I'm just ready to... So See, that's that's a, that's something like a manager would do for you, like if they yeah, get... no, like I don't need that shit, like, right? But like, but, but like, say like you as an artist, like all right, you already have the connections to the people with the licensing people that you're dealing with, right? So say if you put together a team of people you trust or whatever, right, and you put them together, and instead of you having to take your time out to email and contact and phone call, like all these licensing people to send them the tracks or talk about the deal, whatever, you could trust entrust that process to your management team right and then you could just focus on your artistry like just focus on like you know like writing raps or focus on whatever i want to do or you know looking good for my next video or you know what i'm saying like that's that's something that a team could do for you you know but you just have to be careful that like you don't expose yourself like yeah like i'm not gonna do that to myself i don't know like i don't want to work with someone unless they're like in you know, I have a book called Call Sheets. They have, like, managers in there. Or, like, you can look on LinkedIn for actual people's titles. Like, you don't just want to sign with someone, like, off the fucking street. Like, just random, you know? Word. I think, like, uh, yeah, like, I don't think, like, you know, you could probably email people or something and try to get a manager or hit them up off the internet. But personally, I don't think that's the best way. I think the best way to get a manager or, like, someone at that level it just it just happens organically like it happens by you like doing what you what you do like if you want to be a music artist if you want to be a big time rapper producer or whatever you gotta just love what you do like you would do it for free i know? do it for free right. i rap for free all the time like, like, like exactly it has to be your passion right and then when you just do it as your passion and you keep pursuing it 
the right people will just come around you. You know what I'm saying? To... Exactly. The right people just arrive in your life. And there will also be people trying to scam you. Like, there will be people, oh, you can be on this show or this festival. Just meet me here at this time, blah, blah, blah. Right. Just making up complete bullshit trying to get you to, like, buy into their scheme. I have, a, like, a lot of people that are, like, you know, do management or something that are on a high level. And they'll just like hook me up with stuff, just just like, hey, yo, I, I got this for you, you know what I'm saying? And like, I don't have a contract with that person or anything like that, you know. And if 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 need be, we could like sign a a, a, a agreement on that particular deal or whatnot, or you know what I'm saying. Sometimes it's just like it just all works itself out. Like they, it's just a good trust. Also, like if someone wants to be your manager, like you gotta see something from that person you can't just like sign a piece of paper i just met you so yeah i'm gonna manage you and, and that's it like a manager should do some shit for you for free first it's like you're an artist right how much shit have you done for free like what did you like did you did someone pay you to start rapping did someone say hey i'm gonna give you like five thousand dollars to record today on your exactly first show? no you just gotta push yourself like I'm the one putting the money into the music lawyers and the fucking songs and everything. And I really make shit yeah, bro. But if I'm going to be real with you, this is all building so I can go to the top. And once I'm at the top, reap all the benefits from all the shit I'm doing. Like I'm registered with ASCAP. I do all these sunset shows, all these other, other shows. Like you just got to keep pushing. Hey, sometimes I think the best manager can be a family member. Like, when I was a kid, I used to do, like, TV and shit, and my, my manager was my mom. And, like, I was getting paid, like, a lot of fucking money because, like, like, it's my mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I wish my I wish my mom or my dad could manage me. They're just both, like, in D.C. They're, they're both really good insights. It's just, like, yeah, I kind of need someone who's, like, professional and with a big agency or, like, Someone who has the capacity to pull the connections. A lot of people go far off their parent, their parents like managing them though. Like you would be surprised. Like Michael Jackson, Little Bow Wow, uh, I don't know some more people too. Little Romeo, like you know what I'm saying. A group of people went far. I think like Taylor. Oh yeah, uh, Kesha. You know what I'm saying. You know Kesha TikTok. You know who yeah, but is? she was managed by like Dr. Luke. But yeah, like her mom, like introduced her to him or or something like that. You feel me? Like yeah. her mom was. Yeah, my like, mom kind of introduced me as manager right now, but like I don't know if it's gonna go through. You know, it's like it's like only certain people can see how dope you are. Like, mm-hmm. say if your parent was in the entertainment industry already, then that gives them like a good background. Okay, well, yeah, at that point. Right, but if your oh Chris Brown, his mom, his mom was managing them too. Look at Chris Brown, for example. Yeah. You feel me? Like yeah. his success is based off his not just his pure talent, but his mother got him there. You get what I'm saying? Like Chris yeah. Brown. You feel me? So like just like I said, sometimes it, it could be like a family member or a close friend or something, and that person has to be comfortable with like handing you off to that next person, though. You feel me? Like, you know, like they can't be like selfish about like, yo, this person might get signed with someone else. So, you know, that person has to be comfortable handing you off to the next, the next manager. And they still might be involved in your career. Just in another capacity, they might have like, oh, I'm the road manager now. Oh, I'm this, I'm that, you know, like a, a successful artist sometimes has more than one manager. Like you, you feel me? Like, yeah, I feel you. But this, or this is sometimes an interesting you... talk. I mean, I'm really glad to be here on this podcast with you. Hashtag music king. Hashtag rap life, I'd say. Yeah, Rockstar Podcast. You already know. We on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. You feel me? But they know that, though, already. But They already know that. Yeah, we giving them the game, this insight, because it's probably, like, a lot of music artists listening, like, yo, how do I get a manager? How do I do this? Yeah, people just want to be able to do it. Like, honestly, I think what I'm about to do next week is, like, take this book of manager. Hit circle the ones that I want to hit up, write an email being like, hey, looking for management, send the links to all my shit, and be like, I'm dope, hit me up. <laughs> Not like that, but you know, kind of. Word. Like- yeah, and that's what like, you, you got to do, do, do. Like that can make connections happen for you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it works like that. You know, for me, for me, all the times I email people like on some management shit way back in the day, that shit never worked out good. Like, no, no, it doesn't. Like, it's like one every ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't worth the time I put into it. How like I did like 
just get connections and get like some shit was just like this going to events you feel me going to parties not or you feel me going to networking events and shit meeting people yeah just being just yeah just being fucking cool not really giving a fuck you know what i'm saying just being being, genuine yeah just being there you go just being genuine and then like the people just they just come around you you know what i'm saying like that's kind of how my life has worked my whole life like there are people who fucking hate me there are people who fucking love me it just it just depends how you're looking at it. It's like, it's like, do you want to be yourself at a cost, or do you want to like blend in and then just fade away in life? You kind of have to stick out, be yourself, you know, stand up for what you believe in, and people will come. Word, like, I like how you locked in. Like, we started this podcast off. How the fuck you get a manager, motherfucker? Shit, what's going on with this bread with this guala? <laughs> I like Let's your drive. Like you're be. persistent. You're persistent as fuck. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, That's I'm one thing you gotta, you gotta be like, persistent. I'm trying to achieve this shit. Word. Yeah. Like you got so much work. Like like I'm like damn. You got like a lot of work. I think I think another thing artists do too is like I'm seeing this a lot of people are like yo I gotta record this fucking EP. I gotta record this fucking this fucking project right. And it's it's like all right cool. It's like if you're an artist you drop a whole project. That's cool if you're gonna give it to your listeners, but you know, like that's just a lot of work you put into, and probably not a lot of people are gonna listen to it. Like to gain success, well, I see the best way to do it is like one song at a time, like to get one yes. song and push. That's why. I, okay, my strategy, according to this manager lady who I'm friends with, who used to manage like, she used to, she used to manage like, like I don't even know what this dude's name was. Anyway, he was huge, and she was like. Every three weeks, drop a song or drop something, you know? Like, I try to drop a video every week, like a performance video or a music video or something. Like, right now, my biggest investor is my mom. And, like, if you're going to, like, do it, you got to do it and go all in. And, like, I just posted a new music video on IGTV today for Sleepy Time, one of my original songs. And, like, you just got to keep giving the people what they want, which is entertainment. And I think IGTV is, like, shitting on YouTube right now for, like, music artists. Like, fuck you. I just want to put my shit on IGTV or something now. You know what I'm saying? Why fuck YouTube? I feel like like YouTube is cool, right? But it's a whole other platform. Like, all right, let's say, like, I upload my video to Twitter, right? And I have, like, way more direct followers on Twitter than on YouTube, right? Right. My video will get way more fucking views on Twitter off the top than uploading to YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Because my followers on Twitter. Same thing, same thing for IGTV. My, all my followers are locked into my Instagram. Then why the fuck do they want to watch my video on Instagram and click to go watch it on YouTube too. They already saw. I don't it on know. Instagram. I put it on both. Just I mean, yeah, like I, that, that's that's how the game goes. But I'm just look like the metrics. Like it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter where your fans are watching your shit. Like whether it be YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, or even another whatever, uh, whatever Vimeo, whatever app they're on. Like your people are watching your shit. Yeah, there. your people are truly your people. They'll watch your shit. They'll book you on Cameo. They'll buy your merch. They'll just want to be a part of the, the, the cloud, you know, be a part of it. That part, merch sales. Hey, if you're an independent artist, that's how you can get motherfucking paid. You feel me? Most times, I know, times you I sign know, a, but it's a, hard to get the merch sold. Uh, well, it just kind of well, it it works itself out. Like when I first had merch, like like when I first started, I made some merch and it was like selling like a little bit, but now like. Like man, fuck man. I'm, I'm, thank you, everybody buying Rockstar sweatshirts. Everybody buying Rockstar tees and whatever. Where do you where like. do you get your tees and sweatshirts from? Where do you use as your merchandiser? Just just like various places. Some of them I hand make. Some of them like I, I I fuck with like you know what I'm saying like different companies to make. Like each item is different. You, you know? go into downtown LA ever. Yeah, sometimes I went to downtown and, and got my shit made. Like, it's multiple options. Like, you got to just figure out what's going to be. We need to do more of that on Team ARW. You know, I got my producers. I got my content consultant. I got my merchandise consultant. You know, just all homies who are just a part of the team. Like, if you got a team, like, they should really, like, you got to, like, a lot of times you're working 
you're like Kawhi Leonard. He just won the finals last night. You're working harder than your team, or you're LeBron or something. And all these other motherfuckers ain't working hard. They're just watching on the bench or something. Like, if you got a team of motherfuckers with you, they need to be working hard too. Like, I'm working hard rapping and performing and shit and, and, and trying to look motherfucking glamorous to be on this motherfucking stage doing my motherfucking thug thizzle out here. Y'all motherfuckers need to be trying to sell my merch while I'm doing that shit. Y'all motherfuckers need to just do some shit. Don't just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not paying anyone. Like, it's like. Hey. It doesn't matter, man. If they want to be a part of some shit, they got to see past the money now. Yeah, like, they got to see past the money. You got to see the value in it. Like the people Because at the end of the day, the you're investing way more. You're investing all your money into yourself, and, and they're not investing in anything. So it's like they're just really riding off of your coattails for free. So if they want to go farther, they need to try to, like, push you further. They need to try to exactly. sell you Exactly. You got to help me move forward if you want to be a part of it. Help you in every way. That yeah, can. yeah. Like, like I'm like, sure with the Bronson Bar, you saw my producers came through, like my boyfriend shoots for me, everything. Like, you gotta have it all in. Word. So, yeah, just like having a team is real important as a music artist, I guess. This is, you know, whoever you fuck with, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I would say be careful. I mean, I'm not saying with your boyfriend, be careful with like your boyfriend, girlfriend situation with including them too much in your business to where if you guys break up or something and then they yeah, try I to mean, screw I you mean, up. it's not like that. Like, it's a whole right. other relationship, but there are people who I've definitely had that with. Like, they're just trying to clown up or like use your shit to fuck you over, you know? Word like I had I had a girlfriend like a couple years ago and she was like a songwriter she like did songs for really big artists or whatever and I met her in the studio or whatever right and then so we started like dating or whatever and then like uh, after we broke up this bitch stole my motherfucking music and sold it and, you know what? what I'm saying and I had to sue this bitch to get paid you get what I'm saying and yeah sue, you're like, like why did like, to take it to this level bitch <laughs> yeah like. Like, the industry is cutthroat as fuck. Like, learn how to protect your music. Learn how to, like, you know, do all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yourself. Yeah. Like, I see a lot of people, like, dropping shit on Instagram, like, dropping in lyrics and dropping in shit on Instagram, and they have, they put no protection on their shit. Why would you do that exactly? Like, like for example, I have a song called Get Back to Tour coming out Monday, and it's going to be so fucking fire. And I'm about to register it on ASCAP, about to have it on all the platforms, lyrics on Rap Genius. I mean, you can't steal the shit at that point. If it's just like on some useless Instagram account, someone could just like rip it real quick. Right. Like, uh, I got my I got a homegirl right now on Instagram. She always making crazy dope. A lot of my friends, I even got friends that are signed that get their shit stolen because they do the same shit. Yeah, why are you gonna like, why are you gonna spit on IG when that's where everyone steals everything? Yeah, like every people, hey, people the industry will steal everything about you. They will steal how you look, how you dress, all that type of shit. If you don't if you don't like, you know what I'm saying, control your content the proper way or you know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get too much on the game on the podcast on how you do that. You got to do some research, but you got to figure out how to, like, control your content the proper way or else it's not stopping anybody from stealing your shit. Like, me personally, I'm not going to steal from anybody because I don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, I don't want and you shit. and I each have our own brands. Like, yeah, like, like, like when everything I do is my, my shit, own. They know it's music king shit or rock star right. shit. They're not but like, I could, I oh, could be a. Yeah, I could be an A&R for any fucking... I could be an A&R for Interscope or whatever, and I could be working with this one particular artist, and I could I could see how you dress, and I could be looking at your Instagram, and you, you saying all this shit, and then I could just go show that shit to my artist, like, yo, we need to get you dressing like this. We need to get the stylist around you to create this look, just like this person on Instagram, and you know what I'm saying? And then we could, I could go look at somebody else's page, and they posted their lyrics or whatever in their song, and then the next thing you know, another artist that's signed, that's big, like, you got 15,000 followers, and then some other artists that have has like 300,000 followers just with like has more financial backing has like these managers and agents yeah. and people behind them yeah, like they today, stole your actually, shit I'm about to go off to a meeting about bookings and about like where am I going with everything with some people who I consult with like like yeah, you I gotta have a lawyer, lawyer. yeah I have a music lawyer and like me too. he helps me figure out what stuff is and like I'm actually meeting with him I actually got dipped to meet with him in like 10 minutes it's crazy because you kind of got to be on all this shit, but then also be protecting your ass so no one steals it. What should we call this podcast? Protecting your ass? or you know, I mean, you know honestly, this podcast should be called Looking Out for Yourself, to be real. Like, this whole podcast has been about just taking care of your own interests. Like, 
if you want to be performing at Flog Now or Hard Summer or like self care, like all this other shit. This is the self care podcast, self care entertainment industry. Yeah. Hey, so why do you call yourself the Thug Jew bitch though? I call myself the Thug Jew bitch because I'm a hustler. I'm Jewish and I can be a bitch sometimes. So hey. <laughs> So like, why you call so, yourself music king? Cause God told me to like to to do music, and He said if you do music, I'll make you a king. It's been working out pretty good. I love that. Like, I really hope we can do more podcasts and shows together. And I'd love to have you on my show that I'm actually starting with this app called Wave, which I think you know a lot about. And I'd love to have you on there as a guest. Word. Shout out to Wave, the Wave app and shit. They're cool. I did like a festival with Wave. Like I did probably Wave's first festival that they ever did. It was called like the Friends Festival or whatever. So me and some of my friends made a big festival with Wave and it was really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. But uh shit, you feel me? Like, how how the hell are you like doing all this stuff? Like, so tell me about yourself. Like you go to college, what college do you go to? I go to the University of Southern California. For business, Like, what city are you from originally? Like, I'm you're originally Brendan, from Bethesda, Maryland. Oh, okay, you from the DMV. The DMV out here, 301. Y'all, 301, the 310 shit. Hey, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. That explains a lot because you're from the DMV. Because everybody I meet from the DMV, like, a lot of my friends that are from DMV, they're, like, fucking hustlers. You know? Right? So, like, right? You feel me? You got interest in your DMV friends. We out here doing that shit. Shout out my homegirl, Hazmat Cash, the Hood Siri, you know what I'm saying? She off of Steve Harvey and all that shit, Hood Siri, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, I guess I'm like fucking king of the underground. Like, everybody that's fucking dope in the underground, like, I'm, that, they're my peoples or some shit, you like, know what I'm saying? Like, you're by it. Like, you reached out to me to do that artist in our showcase shit, and I was like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Word, word. Shout out to my team. Like, somebody from my team found you or some shit, like, yo, look at you her she's cool or some shit yeah okay. yeah I, I love that like honestly like when you're saying how i do this shit i honestly wake up every day and try to like respond to everything and just get involved with everything and like do reach outs like stay in touch with where everything's going Hey, so like you go to USC and shit, right? Like, uh-huh. have you have you explored like performing at your school yet? Like, I think college is one of the best like places to like do music and shit. Like, you have like you have so many fans to reach that are already at your school, they're already at your like same age group that can fuck with you, that have like disposable income that can go to your shows, parties, buy your merch, fuck with you, support your career and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not they're gonna like smoke weed or like do some fucking like coke or something or like buy beers. You know what I'm saying? So. You feel me? Like, have you, like, performed at USC yet? Yeah, I've definitely done, like, a lot of USC house parties and shows type shit. Like, I get really involved with that. Here's some game for everybody listening that's in college that's, like, a dope artist. You could actually, like, go to, like, a person in your school. You might have to go to some office to figure out who that person is, right? And then your school's in all... Every school has, like, fucking events if you go to a university and shit. Yeah, they all have, like, concerts committee and stuff. I just don't really fuck with USC concerts to me, to be real. Like, I used to be a photographer for them. I used to be a photographer for Off-White as well. Like, I used to just shoot for a lot of different people. And, like, they just didn't respect me. And when I told them I was, like, an artist as well, they just didn't respect it. And I'm like, I just got to already skip this and go to the higher level, you know? Hey, so I could, I could. Hey, so why do you think they didn't respect you? They think you were like a culture vulture because you're like a Jewish girl rapping. Yeah, yeah. Like, they thought I was like they thought I was fake. They thought I was a fake MC, but I was on some real shit. Yeah, yeah like rap. Like when I first she was like, "Is this bitch a culture vulture?" But now I look deeper. Like, nah, she's not a culture vulture. She's just her. Like she's thug Jew bitch. Like she's not trying to be anybody else. She's like really this cool. If you listen to your like your songs, your songs are like about what you're doing. Like you're not like rapping like oh I'm, I grew up in the projects and shit. Like you're like really telling. Yeah, there are people who just want to like cow hop and like cult. Like yeah, you know the culture vulture like use people's backgrounds to make them seem more hype. It's like you can't do that. That's just being fake. 
I like like the image you're like like setting yourself like yo I'm a college student I'm a hustler I'm a thug Jew bitch like I'm thugging you know what I'm saying this 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 industry like you know what I'm saying going to school is getting money going to school is getting me connections I'm like interning here don't you like work for like Warner Brothers yeah I actually interned at Warner Brothers at a studio a lot right now in development and like that's what you gotta do you just gotta stay on your shit like you're not gonna get paid right now maybe but you're going to get paid in the future with the connections you're making. Word. So you just really out here doing your thing. You thugging like, thug Jew bitch. Like, you like Drake or Mac Miller or some shit. Like, being Jewish in the music industry is like a third power and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, it's just, some, it's just something crazy about it. You feel me? Like, you might get, like, a lot of, like, flack about it. Like, yo, you're white, you're Jewish, you're trying to rap or something. Oh, shout out Lil Dicky. Shout out Dickie, shout out Max, shout out yep. Bad Baby. I don't know if Bad Baby's Jewish, but she Bad Baby. Jewish on Wikipedia. Uh, well, that explains it all. Bad Baby is smart as fuck for a little ass kid. She like the jeans or something. Yeah, she, you, know, you got like good. Drake, you got like Mac Miller, everyone. Like you just said, like rest in peace, Mac Miller. But shout out, shout out, little Dicky. Shout out my homie Gator. My my uh. The fuck with Lil Dicky, my nigga Lil Dicky right here, man. You feel me? But uh, I fuck with him. He's a, I love Freaky Friday. I love all his hilarious shit. He's funny. If anybody hasn't seen it, watch that Save That Money by uh, Lil Dicky yeah, music video. Yeah, Save That Money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, the, just the premise of that shit. You feel me? Like, you know? You gotta he he kind of like did it on his own. He uses Jewish connections. Like a lot of people, a lot of attorneys are Jewish, so you know you probably can find a lawyer easier or something. But <laughs> I have a lawyer me? right now. I don't know. Like, I don't. I might switch it up soon. But like straight up, like I have a new song. Let me tell you a secret right now on this podcast. I have a new. I'm before I leave for this meeting. I am dropping a new song called Jewish shit. With Kosher Deals, so that's about to be super. Shout out Kosher Deals. That's another motherfucker that's <laughs> a Jewish ass hustler in this game. Like Kosher Deals be doing Super Bowl commercials and shit. Like Kosher Deals is that nigga. He going right. to all over the he's world. Just a, he's just a man of the streets who knows how to work, man. Like say if Kosher Deals was somebody manager, they'd probably be paid as fuck. But Kosher Deals is like, nah, I ain't got time to manage you. I'm, 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 I'm managing Kosher Deals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But- you know, to wrap this podcast up, I just say to everyone, like, out there listening, you know, be more like Music King and me and just go after your shit. Like, get on your shit. Get the shit together. Get some investors or fund yourself and really get moving on the creation. The main thing you need is, like, belief in yourself to be successful. If you believe in yourself and you keep working hard, then you will see success. That's it's what true. I believe. So I see that from you, like, I see you making, like, dope-ass fucking music. Like, I remember when you gave me your hard drive, you had, like, about 100 tracks on there. I was like, damn, you got this many songs? So it's like, I see that you consistently in the studio every day. You're just like a, a, a basketball player. You're like a, 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 a new kid that's got drafted to the NBA. Like, you in the gym practicing every day. Oh, every game, you making all the games. Games are like shows. Are you doing a lot of shows? You're doing a lot of shows. Yeah, exactly. Extra- like, yeah. All right, what are you doing? Like, are you practicing? Are you ready for your shit? Or are you just, like, flopping? Like, people DM me every day. How to get where you are? How to do what you're doing? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's not about that. It's like, I just follow what opportunities come to me, and I just take them and make the most of them. If you're in Hollywood, Los Angeles, if you're in New York or if you're in Atlanta and you do music or entertainment, all you got to do is go do it. And then the people will come to you, like all the people with the record labels, all the people with the managers, all the people with the endorsements, with the shows, they're already in those cities. LA, yeah, like and put yourself out there, like be on reality TV. Like I'm on a new TV show that comes out on Facebook. Watch July 2nd. It's all about like I get a make under because I do crazy makeup. And, like, you know, you got to play into some people's shows and they'll put you on. You just got to let them play along with your game and put yourself on and, like, in turn be, like, entertainment for their program. Hey, I don't want to discourage anybody, too. 
But if you're like doing a lot of music and you're doing like if you're recording or whatever and you're doing shows and nobody gives you any feedback and you're not getting hooked up, then maybe consider doing something else. Maybe it isn't for you. Because I think a lot of people are like music posers. Everybody thinks it's cool, it's easy, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, like, like not. I perform with plenty of people who I never hear of ever again. I was performing at the Viper. Well, I have a whole show at the Viper Room and everyone listening to this podcast should be there Thursday, July 11th, 11 p.m. Tickets in my Instagram highlights. Shout out to plug plug into that. But um, like I did a show at the Viper Room in April, and there was this girl opening like two spots before me, and because I had mine, and she was like, she was straight up like reading her lyrics off of like her arm or some shit or like a napkin. It's like, bitch, if you're not believing in your shit and you don't know every word to your track. Who the fuck are you? Like, she was not ready to perform. She just really wanted to go do it. Like she wasn't ready. That's like a that's that's a culture vulture. A culture virtual a culture vulture can be any person, any race, any gender. You're trying to like play into the culture and be something you're not. Like rap is something that should come natural and you just gotta like still yeah, put rap the time just in. came naturally to be like God spoke to me and the world spoke to me and told me like do you, you know. I've gotten so many signs in my life about that shit. Word. So you have a residency at the Viper Room or what? Yeah, yeah. I have a second encore show. It's technically a residency because like two shows there and like only signing with them for like the month of July. But yeah, and I got a show coming up this Saturday, this underground trap fest. Like, so how did, how the hell did you get a residency, residency at the Viper Room, which is one of the most famous clubs in Hollywood, which is one of the most famous clubs in the world on Sunset Boulevard? We're talking about like people with Grammys and Billboard Awards and it's in movies. They've performed there. How the hell did you get a residency? I, at the connect, I just connect with people and they love me. And then they just put me on. And I just, I deliver. I deliver on my end, like, I'm doing a whole other set of songs this this performance. Like last time I did my hits, this time I'm gonna do the B side type shit and unreleased song and everything. Word. So you're like a good entertainer. Like, how did you just get so good at entertaining? Like, you seem like naturally charismatic. Like, did you have to work at it? Did you have to practice at it? Like, you like a lot of people are fucking fake ass rappers just because they made a song in their basement and then they come try to perform. They have no like performance etiquette or performance just like you said you seen some girl reading off her paper or they don't know their words or they're just like even fucking sign rappers you see on stage that got like million dollar deals a lot of times they don't know their words they just get on or stage they're and drunk, jump. Or they're just like i'm just keeping keeping the facts that's just boo-boo to me though but i see like you like a real mc like how did you like how's that happening for you like i've rehearsed so much like i do all my own choreography all my own rehearsals like you just gotta run yourself fucking hard. Word. So like you like pushing yourself hard like a racehorse. You yeah, I push all your hard. On. Like I work out a ton. I like eat really healthy, sleep, just grind twenty four seven. Like it, I don't go to the club to pop bottles. I go to the club to get fucking paid, bitch. Ooh, get paid. <laughs> But, yo, I really seriously got to go to this meeting with my lawyer. But this was a pleasure. Everyone follow me. Listen to all my music. Amanda Rome West. Rome like the city. West like Kanye. Woo! Shout out Amanda Rome West, man. Follow her on all social media. Thug you, bitch. You know what I'm saying? She a real one. Music King certifies it. This is the Rockstar Podcast. We signing off. Holler at you later. Rockstar out. Gang, 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 gang.